Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, okay, listen now for the click track, everybody. Uh, and away we go. This is uh, track one. Take one, yeah. One, two, three, four. Hello, I'm Sonic Architect Adam and welcome back to the newest edition of Before the Encore. It's uh, the end of April now, so we're coming into summertime. I'm recording this in early April, so I'm hoping that uh, hoping that the weather's improved. It's a bit, uh, bit cold, a bit dreary outside, so let's hope that whenever you're listening to this, the sun is shining and it's at least 18 degrees. I mean, I've got, uh, I've got some serious high hopes there, but... Um, nonetheless we're back again it's another month finished it's another conversation with me and someone in the music industry trying to give a little bit more uh, more airtime to someone who may not get it otherwise be it producers mix engineers um, promoters uh, you know anyone who is behind the artists and the people who are you know make the industry work the way it does and um, I've been loving the series so far it's gone so well i'm absolutely delighted and um yeah it's great to still be here and thank you so much to dave hanready and craig fitzpatrick of the no encore podcast of which i edit and uh do my sonic architecture on it every week for them and um, for giving me the time to do it and uh, really really appreciate them um, the podcast is on Patreon and without the patrons we wouldn't have you know the re- we've been able to expand our resources to keep doing this so uh, patreon.com slash no encore if you haven't signed up yet if you have thank you so much um, this is all possible because you know you're in our corner so we really really appreciate you this month I'm speaking with a producer and a bandmate of several uh, Adam Redmond, he is based out in Dundrum, works with acts like Search Party Animal, Just Wondering, uh, Milk, Dylan Jackson, and the Magazine Club. And um, we talk about this in the episode, but Adam's got 
quite a distinctive style and you know I we recorded this originally back in lockdown and it was sitting on the hard drive for a while and I was considering putting it out but also like now we're in a position where we can you know we can actually have conversations in person and we can you know I can have people into the studio again so um Adam came in we had a great chat and you know really didn't like leave anything uncovered it was very candid particularly from Adam's point of view I really appreciate um, everything he had to say and it was interesting because our perspectives are maybe they're aligned in some ways but they're different in others so it was nice to you know speak to someone who has a different process to you generally I guess um, so that was a lot of fun and um, other producers I'm sure will get plenty out of this and there's some that'll agree with what I say there's some that'll agree with what Adam said and there's some that won't agree with either of us at all so that's the beauty of it um, everything is different everyone's process is different and we certainly get to hear that um, we certainly get to hear that in today's episode so now I'm going to cut the talking and we'll get into this month's Before the Encore with Adam Redmond Adam Redmond, yes. Thank you so much for coming in. A pleasure, man. It's a Monday special today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The early Monday specials, like yeah. early Monday special, hundred um, percent. Adam Redmond, of course, uh, producer, songwriter, mm-hmm. band member to yeah. many, um, including Search Party Animal. Just wondering, yeah. uh, I have uh, some relationship with Just Wondering uh-huh. as well from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's nice to kind of. Properly meet face to face. Big time, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just hash it out. Rather um, than passing by in Wheelands yeah, <laughs> a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. At the at the emo night there yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Uh, James Vince McMorrow put on. What a what a gig. Good buzz. That yeah, was, good buzz. I was in Wheelands two days straight for those things. So you yeah. went to the indie night as well? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna go to Wheelands for about three months now. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's like the quota for the year, right? Oh uh, yeah, I, I I passed the Wheelands quota for sure. Like yeah. <laughs> I didn't I left at like six AM on the emo night, like oh, just like I'm not coming back here like this yeah. yeah I like for me I think I you know got a bit too excited too early and I was like I need to go home <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I was like this is this is not good so. yeah I smuggled a bit of Weyerburger in at 2am swear to god like I went across the road and <laughs> snuck it back in because I was like it's either home time or burger time like so well we all know which one is the preference yeah right? exactly exactly um, but all of that aside yeah. we're here to talk about studio stuff we're here to talk about production we're here to talk about all of the fun the good gear, stuff all the fun gear nerdy things you know <laughs> yeah. um, the stuff that we both love and stuff that we do you know we live and breathe it mm-hmm. um, where did it start for you like what was the journey for from uh, you know l- learning your instrument because uh, mm-hmm. I know that you would have kind of played guitar, guitar yeah um, you know where, did, where where was the development for you to now be in a studio scenario where you're taking on work and you're producing further acts yeah. and um you're producing as part of acts mm. as well yeah yeah it was like uh it was definitely like i started it was very much just like pragmatic like i was just like you know i was writing songs since i was like you know 10 and 
then when I was like maybe like 15, 16, um, like we were in our band, we were called Bagels and then we were called Search Party Animal and uh, we... Uh, I remember Bagels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, we were very like boisterous 15 year olds playing in Sweeney's and knocking stocking and stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, uh, I started just kind of um, wanting to, I get literally just be able to record my tunes, I think, you know what I mean? Just like make demos and stuff and so I just like used my mum's laptop to like bang it a few bits on GarageBand and I think it was around that time that um like I guess like Bombay Bicycle Club would have been big for me at the time you know like that album um I don't remember the, I don't know what the album's called like it's got like that song Shuffle on it and stuff you know what I mean and yeah. then the one after that as well the the one with that carry me you know what I mean yeah. and so the sampling and stuff like you know what I mean like yeah yeah and even the like the ton of sampling the vocal of the track and stuff, and then Bonnie Vare, obviously that was a bit later to be fair, but like that kind of stuff, I was like, oh, I got really into the idea of sort of mashing what I was doing, which was very much kind of like indie-ish type stuff with like getting sort of samples in and stuff, and so I started kind of just slowly, just sort of like adding electronic elements to what I was doing, and then yeah, I just like got super into that, got just basically spent all fifth and sixth year not doing homework and just <laughs> i just go home and i was just like literally get home at like 3 p.m and then just like be on logic until like you know 10 and go to bed like that type of thing you know and uh so yeah it was i kind of fell into it i guess in that like i was just wanted to to be able to present my own music in a way that was not, I didn't have to go to a studio every time I wanted to listen back to it, you know? Also representative of you, right? Exactly, yeah. But even at that, though, I think that I don't think I was had the ability to really convey anything of significance, really, because, you know, it takes a lot to be able to conceptualize something and then actually, you know, put it down. Realizing, yeah. Yeah, so I think that was a lot, lot later that I was able to, you know, really put down what I was trying to, to say i guess which like years and years later but yeah then i guess from then i just fully switched over to being not really into playing guitar anymore and not into real drums and kind of like really into john hopkins and like bonobo and stuff catching flies was like probably the first electronic artist that i was like this is like this is like the what i want to do like so then yeah obviously uh like yeah then once again i was just like well i might as well see if anyone's paying me to do this <laughs> like <laughs> i got to a point though where i was like i feel good enough at it now you know yeah, I mean? yeah 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 because it was very much like you know i wouldn't so yeah and then i literally just like i don't know just like worked super hard at getting good at it you know what i mean and then uh yeah sort of i'm where i am now where i'm sort of just like um uh yeah just really like feel able to sort of just sort of conceptualize anything and make it sound you know exactly how i want it to sound and that's sort of yeah. like yeah that is what i love doing like you know what i mean yeah it yeah. takes it takes a long time to get to that point i yeah. think like personally i see a lot of parallels between myself and yourself I, I was in i was in a band in school and like we you know did that for a while like i only my instrument would have been drums i picked up drums late enough i was like maybe 15 or 16 when yeah, I started yeah. playing drums. Um, and from there, it just like kind of developed a little bit more and we ended up like getting an interface, which was like an old Focusrite Firewire. Yeah. It was like a Sapphire Pro or something. Right, yeah. And 
we got that like second hand one of them and it stayed in like our guitarist Chris's house until such a time as he like or until such a time as we were like okay we actually like can record some demos now yeah and even then it was like I was still like obviously I couldn't record drums because uh-huh. we had like what one microphone or Two something yeah, 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 yeah and it was like a dynamic microphone that yeah I don't know like one of the lads might have swiped it from school or something you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean from yeah, the music yeah. room because it was just like sitting there for too long yeah um, I don't condone ceiling <laughs> equipment but, I do but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was a case of like you know fifth, fourth, fifth and sixth year for us was like very much spending that time like figuring all of that shit out and then um after that then was when the kind of electronic stuff started to come in for us you know we were like 21 22 um and it just kind of went on from there for me i like i think being in a studio setting for me for the first time like a proper studio setting was what really sparked the interest because I got to see like all of the problem solving. I got to see like all of the, you know, uh, like the twiddling and knobs and like yeah. real like delicate adjustments to compressors and like very fine details. And I really loved that. Um, what's like, what's your relationship to the finer, the finer details of the production work? <laughs> A funny relationship to the finer details, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I th- I think I'm very very brute force. Like I think that like like rough and ready kind of thing. Yeah, like even though obviously I don't think I don't think uh, I don't know. I don't think that's maybe evident, but I think that yeah, I th- I'm very much like uh, I don't really use that much stuff, and uh, I tend to I'm very I think I think I operate like visually. I think I like if I like see. The compressor is doing what I think it should look like it should be doing. I'm like, that usually translates to me being happy with how it sounds. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I got you. I got you. I'd be very like, there'd be a lot of graphics yeah. based, you know, decisions yeah. in my oh, work man. as well. But yeah. also at the same time, I think, you know, like there's a part of me that like, sometimes feels like I need to close my eyes to like, just figure it out a little bit better, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, it's like for me because I mix as well as produce and like it I find that disconnect very strange mm. and we were talking off mic about yeah. you know you, you were saying you, you know not the biggest <laughs> hey, fan mixing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't want to be as as, as, yeah. as blunt as that but yeah no um, I, I love it I yeah. think like for me it's like solving a puzzle mm. almost and it's like organisational as well because you're like balance and everything to a certain degree right Mm. so i feel like when it comes to the visual elements then you really have to remove yourself yeah because like you know you can't you can't necessarily rely on that too much which is a shame because Mm. in production world it's the total opposite Mm. to me you Mm. know what i mean i feel Mm. like um you know when you're when you see something it's like when you're like creating when you're doing sound design and you see like it's certain waveforms you know and yeah. you're actually looking at like shapes and patterns and stuff like that yeah. it's totally different yeah 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 um what like what do you why is the visual aspect of it so important and why do you think it like how do you think it translates yeah i think i think it's probably just how my brain works i think i'm like i've like always like you know been good at like you know st- 
telling if something's going to fit somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, or like, you know, like a good spatial awareness, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that like, uh, but yeah, I feel like for me, I tend to, I just very much just like, I've done it so many times, I guess. I'm so used to doing it that like, I don't, I try not to use like my left brain that much, or at least I manage the, 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 the left and right brain a lot. Like, you know what I mean? It's like something that, you know, I don't know. It's 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 very much like to the front of my mind of just making sure I'm not uh, thinking too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think that like to be fair though, like I really like love music theory. Like I'm super like uh, I I've, I've gone through many stages of that of being like really really into think about the music theory, and then uh, I'm probably at a point now where I kind of don't think about it all that much. But it's super at the front of my mind, and I think that that's sort of like the only thing that I'm really listening for is like the sort of like the whole track as a chord, I suppose. You know what I mean? So like mm. every single thing in the track accumulating in any given snapshot to create kind of like a chord or whatever. Sure. So I'll do that as well. I'll look and I know my sessions are organized in the same way and I'll be looking and I'll be like, the vocal's there and then the sample that's doing that comes in there and I'm sort of looking at what like at any given line straight up you know what i mean yeah i'm, I'm now signaling with my hand the <laughs> uh, with like and sort of like just like i tend i tend to like and that's why like you know i don't like working with stems okay because i can't see as much what you know what i mean where things are like exactly like i said they're like a, a line straight down the middle like what's happening right there what's happening right there i think yeah i think just like i've been so used to just like knowing kind of what I want to do I guess roughly speaking and organizing things the same way that like visually it's just like very much just like super quick at just being like that looks right that compressor looks like it's moving the right way I think Mm -hmm. super I try to go as quick as I can you know what I mean okay but yeah I think to be fair though like for me like mixing and stuff like I just like like my friend Kieran is like so good at mixing and he loves mixing and you know I was saying there like we've been doing tunes together since we were like 12 so he kind of knows what to do with me like you know what I mean and then if it's just wondering stuff like uh, we got a guy Jay Reynolds to make the tracks he's like amazing he does like uh, Fred again stuff like he's like super like he's amazing like he's like they asked us like who who do we want to mix the tracks and I was just like whoever mixes anyone's tunes I don't even know who that guy is but like if we could get him to do it that would be like my dream like you know and then he ended up being up for it like which was like class yeah which was like you know like I was super fanboying on the Zoom call like but uh, <laughs> well, I just was you know I know someone else is going to sort that like yeah. you know what I mean so I just kind of like dropped that out of my mind nowadays it's really nice to be able to do that like yeah 100% like I, I've spoken about this in the pod before like the segregation of duty sometimes is very very important yeah, like I yeah. feel like there's certain strengths that I don't have that I will bring someone in or pass the bat on mm. to someone to you know add their mark where I feel like I can't get to a certain level you know yeah. um, I think like in like collaboration for me is, is massive um, as a producer I think like I work very closely with Alex O'Keefe mm-hmm. um, in producing the uh, producing and writing the Bobby Arlo yeah, music yeah. and um, again with like Nilo is like a totally collaborative effort and I think it's like so important to be able to like See, like, uh, for an an example, would be um, I did an album recently with Rebel Phoenix, um, a rapper, and I had worked previously with Adam Garrett and Nilo Records, the first Nilo record. Um, And there was a song 
that he brought me, um, Rebel Phoenix, and it, there was like a bit of a chorus missing. And immediately I was like, I know who was going there. It's Adam Garrett. It's 100% Adam Garrett. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, I could hear it in my mind's, well, in my mind's eye, yeah, my mind's ear. Mind's ear. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel like that's a strength yeah. I have to know when to pass pass it on. Pass yeah. on. Yeah. Um it seems like that's very much the case. Yeah, definitely. Well. Yeah. De- I and I totally know what you mean. It's just like uh, definitely like people as well I'd be like, oh this would be this would be, I, I I did that with Alex actually like I, I was like I needed some like some guitar thing for yeah. the chorus or whatever and I was like I'm just gonna ask Alex to do this like you know what I mean I was like I'm not even gonna try and pick this thing up and try like yeah. but yeah like I know exactly what you're talking about that that's sort of just like you know but it's good though man like it's like it's good to have people like that but it's also yeah it's good to remove that responsibility from yourself to be always so like you know I gotta do everything and you know uh I feel like the quality tends to drop as if you do. Yeah, it can if you do, do that yeah. sometimes. You yeah, know? It can not as do. a rule, but no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. a tendency there, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like production-wise and stuff. Like I like that's the that's the like specifically producing tunes. Like I pretty much don't. I don't. I'm not the best at passing on any production stuff to people. I can be very, very specific about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Why? What is it about it that makes you? I think it's apprehensive. Yeah, well, I think it's just it's not even the principle of it actually. It's just that I feel like I do I have a very specific I guess like, you know, idea of just what I think music should sound like. You know what I mean? In a very general sense like mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I feel like it's not I don't think I'm breaking any molds or anything, but at the same time I find that I can be a little bit uh it can be hard to there's just, there's just this like I don't know there's like an attitude or something that I think like I try to convey uh, and I think that I don't know what it is it's kind of a bit I don't know a bit I guess a bit dicky or something but I uh, yeah I think it's just that kind of thing it's just like I feel like I, do you know what it is is that like I think that I work with a lot of people who like you know might have some lyrics that they want to switch up in a second verse or whatever and you know you know i write tunes you know i might suggest this or that but the reality is that it's not easy to feel like someone can kind of step into your world when it comes to writing and be like um convey exactly what you want to like even this the words like the a, a word using that word, over accents, that word. Yeah. exactly whatever it is like yeah. that's like again that's like arguably one of the most important things about songwriting I've found in the last kind of, you know, year or two with Bobby Arlo, it's like, okay, let's make the lyrics work for the song, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because, you know, we might have a first verse or a second, or, you know, or a chorus or a pre-chorus or something. Um, but it's a case of like, just nitpicking certain words. It could be how the syllables fall. It could be like a case of like, what I find... I don't know if this is along the same lines, but what I find is like when you're trying to get, it's when you're trying to convey a feeling, right? Yeah. Because that's the most important thing is when you're trying to convey a feeling. But also I think you need to make sure that like the right words sometimes aren't the right lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like for me, I don't know, you got like, I think it's about making the song sound like a song without sacrificing too much of that feeling by changing up a 
small part of yeah. something else. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's sort of like, you know, that's the, that's the tightrope that's fun to walk though. Like, Yeah, 100%. And I like, uh, it's so challenging every time for me. Um, I think it's, it's one of the reasons I get out of bed in the morning. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it genuinely is yeah. because like, I love coming into sessions where that's a, that's a, um, you know, an element of those yeah. sessions. And it's like, I'm trying to, again, I, I would, I like to think I have quite an analytical way of approaching production. Yeah, um, you know, where I would very, I'd be very conscious of, um, you know, I'd be very conscious of a lyric working for the song or a particular chord, or maybe, or an element of like, um, you know, layering or stripping something back to make something have a bit more impact later. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Where do you land on like that whole thing? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that, like, the, that idea of, like, you know, getting the, a lyric to fit a tune or a sound to fit a tune, like, that's exact. I think that's the sort of, like, that's the divide that I don't, I feel like, mm, I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to speak for everyone or, or even speak for myself, but in just in terms of, like, how, how it feels, like, it's just, like, you know, uh, you know, th- that, that thing is familiar to everyone. You know, that's sort of like this, like get, get the, the lyrics. It's hard to write lyrics for the people. It can be, you know, and it can, it can hard be hard for people to accept lyrics, from, even on principle that I didn't do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I think that I don't really differentiate between that feeling and the production of a track. You know what I mean? Like they're so integrated to me that like, they're like, I basically place more weight on on that on <clears throat> on the production than probably like the lyrics sometimes like mm. you know what i mean so <clears throat> it can feel like you know the how a track is produced is after the tune being written sometimes yeah but, yeah. The, but to yeah. me it's not at all like to me it's like the same the same machine conveying the same thing at um, the same time. You know I, what I mean? I think that that's the way it should be. <clears throat> yeah. I think there should be, like, it's, it, there, it's, an, it's an equal 50 50 split for me. Yeah. I don't think that, like, one outweighs the other in any given. No. Like, because, you know, you're trying to create something great. Yeah. Every time you step into a studio, you're trying to create something great. Mm. And, you know, I feel like if, you know, you're, I feel like if you let one of them slip, it's just letting the side down. But not necessarily, like, you're letting everyone down. I think as a whole, you know, you being, like, the team of songwriters or the team of producers or whoever, let the side down a little bit. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's slightly controversial to say. No, I, think, I don't think so. I think, um, you know, when you're trying to create something great, everything has to be equally great in mm. order for it to be great. Yeah. Say great again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <great>. but, uh, <laughs> like, is... You say you kind of weigh that level of importance on the production. Yeah. Is that, has that always been the case? Is that integral to your workflow? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. I think that, you know, um, I, th- I think like that, that, that level of integration, like, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's, it's just inherent to me, I guess. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, I think that, um, you know, in ter- in terms of like you know the 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 writing the tracks as well, like you know, like it, it, uh, it's funny what you're talking about earlier on about like I thought that was such a fair point. Like you know, sometimes the right word is not always the right lyric. Yeah. However, I always want it to be the right lyric, and I will really, really work hard to make it the right lyric. As yeah. You know no, I mean? exactly. If it, like, but that's the thing. Like, that's another element to the to the process, right? Yeah. Because like, 
you just I think you just know like it's an instinctual thing you're just gonna know when something will or won't work yeah you really do I think before you even need to try it in the tune like yeah. before you need someone to like lay it down see how that sounds I'm like that's not gonna come out of your mouth well like and now it's not like yeah and it's like the transition between like shapes in like the way you're saying 100% so like, yeah yeah you know like W to L or S to D or you know like something yeah, and, yeah. you know you're trying to make that as like First of all, like personally for me, I'm like, okay, well, I want it to sound as good as it can on the record lyrically, mm-hmm. but I also want to make it make sense. And then I also want to make it so that it's not difficult yeah, to perform. So flowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why you should never put the word fast at the end of a bar. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> because like it's too many fast and it's yeah. just like it doesn't flow into anything like you know what I mean yeah there's all kind of things like yeah I feel like the Connor Adams like uh, he always calls them uh, lumpy lines and I think that lumpy is such a good word for that kind of thing like it yeah. just doesn't doesn't roll like you know what I mean no there's a lot like I feel like some phrases just carry so much weight to them <laughs> yeah. and it's like they slow like they could slow a fast song down yeah you know oh yeah yeah it's like the power of the power of a word um, is just I don't know it, it to me it's still something I'm like you can't I don't think I'll ever be able to put my finger on it but mm. I feel like I know how to navigate it um well enough you know to yeah make educated decisions I no guess. yeah no for sure and I think that I think that at the same time if there's one thing that I think that with like with like me Jack and Wally with the with the just wondering tunes like I think that that is the 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 tightrope that we walk leaning towards the slightly dodgy side of things a lot of the time and that's what I love about it like yeah, but you know it works I mean? no yeah but like, you know <clears throat> it really does it may it may or may not it may or may not work I'm not I I want uh it's it's we love it like you know yeah. what I mean like in an objective sense it's not for me to say but like you know I do really think there's a lot to be said for like like I don't know I always want tunes to sound like the stuff that I'm doing I always want it to sound like someone said it like you know what I yeah, mean yeah it's the, the colloquialisms very like. much and even like that even just like I feel like you know I don't know I don't really like expressing myself in like a songy type of way you know what I mean like I like, and which is not like good or bad like to do but I always feel like I don't really want to write lyrics or write tunes or even to like produce tunes in a way that feels like this is like um overly sincere yeah or like or like no like like hyper sincerity though you know what I mean in okay. terms of this kind of like just like like nobody ever says the sky was falling down you know what I mean like no yeah. like nobody ever said sa- nobody ever says like I'm falling into pieces you know what I mean like it's like it's like people say like you know this is a disaster like you're wrecking my head like you know what I mean like that kind of thing and people say I can't take this anymore like Mm. nobody like that's like that's like the end of the line type of like that's not like you know uh, (laughs) that's not an everyday thing you know what I mean and I think that like that's to me like like, that's like I don't know there's like it's literally like that's just how how I feel about it obviously but yeah I always want to feel like um, like I said things that 
that I just would have said that I feel like I just resonate with it so much more. And then when I'm when you're singing it, like it's so funny to hear someone sing something, sing it back. Like yeah, like like Wale is the best for that. Like you know, like Wale, like it, like he can say things and get away with it in this uh, we where we like just pushed it we were writing something the other day and like we took it out but he is singing like a line like uh, like repeating the words I don't want to watch a movie like <laughs> and I was like this is sick and we did be like okay this is too much this is too much we have this word uh, and it's kind of this criteria for when something is right like to fit what we want to do and it's blase blase uh, Wale said blase blase and then we were kind of like Wale do you know what blase means and he was kind of like yeah and he, so he didn't know what blase meant but he got it right like he he had, a, he had the, the blase blase energy yeah. but that's the it's so stupid it, like it's so so stupid but like we constantly be like but it makes sense to your songwriting right? <laughs> yeah 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 I'm tired of this feeling so maybe I'll keep dreaming I'm glad that you stayed to shed tears together Watch the door closing Cause not all these loves were made for forever It's all about being genuine. Like you can, I say, you know, whatever about you know making sure it's the it's the right lyric, not the right word, or over the right word rather. But what I won't do is I won't strip. I will try as a producer. I think it's important for me to be the vessel for an artist to come in and impart themselves on something. Yeah. You know, um, in a way that feels true to who they are and kind of like it's like a little bit of an insight into who this person is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like some of that can, like in music nowadays, I feel like a lot of that has gotten lost um, for like whatever is, you know, I suppose the major label stuff, maybe yeah, to a yeah. degree, um, might be a bit of a radical thought, but mm. like I think, you know, I, I think it's like, it's down to, people connect to people, right? Mm. And, when you talk about like writing songs like that, mm. like how many people get it? You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, and I, mean, and I know, you know. Yeah, yeah. But like, so many people. Is anyone who like when I'm listening to the Just Wondering stuff, and like I said, you know, I've had a history with Just Wondering yeah, before, yeah. and you know, <clears throat> great bunch of lads. Like, so much fun. Loved working with them, but I think like the next level was achieved by you. <laughs> taking that on board and like you can hear it in the lyrics and I'm loving everything that's come out yeah Um, but again it's because like it's fun the production is fun the lyrics are fun but it's not sacrificing anything yeah I feel like maybe I'm going around in circles no, here by no, like it, saying you know you know you're not you're pick, you're not picking one over the no, other no absolutely but also it. you're like pushing I the appreciate ba- it as but well no but you're pushing the boundaries enough yeah. you know what I mean and yeah. that's it's like so important to do that Um, was there like a conscious decision that was made because like I, between Search Party Animal and Just Wondering is yeah. it's 
sonically, like I feel like you've got a signature sound, right? Maybe. I, yeah. I, I, like that's again. I I Thank do you, I do think you do, and yeah. um, I think that if there was someone who was looking for something that's kind of like it's like very accessible pop music but like really steeped in electronic elements Mm. like really kind of immersed in like that whole world yeah for sure um i think that you're the man for the job i really do thank you man um what's the like how how does the process differ but also how do you maintain that sound I don't know that you were kind of saying, oh, I don't know if I do or if I don't. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. How do you, like... No, there's, yeah, no, there's something there. Like, do you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 I, think there, I think there is. No, oh, yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know if I've got it. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe I've still got work to do. But um, I, I suppose our production styles are slightly different in the sense that you're a lot more hands-on. Yeah. Um, may- term, you know what I mean? I, 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 t- I would be... I think... I would be a bit more of, how do I explain it? Like I'd guide the ship almost. I get, no, I know exactly. What you, I, I definitely, I definitely do that sometimes. So but I know also you're, you, you're about, very yeah. immersed no, in, like, exactly. in the, yeah, in the yeah, sound yeah. design and like all of that. So like, how does that, from artist to artist, how do you decide what, like, how, obviously they're coming to you for a reason, but yeah. how do you decide what to do? do with go a certain project yeah 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 well, i think like like the search party alma versus just wondering thing is like the, i think those processes are kind of similar like um it's a lot lot of sitting around and smoking joints and, <laughs> and uh i think search party animal is like very much a drawn out process like we'll spend four hours on a scent scent when we're doing search party animal tracks okay. like um and we might leave after eight hours with a sense end and we're like just listening to it like that's amazing you know what i mean and um yeah there's just wondering stuff a lot more just like i very quickly will try and make a just like a huge vibe and then once i turn around and the lads are like super into it then we'll just like stop it and then just write lyrics for like three hours like you know what i mean so it's sort of like flipped on its head like okay uh but yeah like how to do that with other with other artists and stuff yeah like, that's that's kind of what i'm getting yeah, at because yeah. i know that you work with milk and yeah and you, i've been doing like, some work with all twins as well and yeah like recently i'm doing like you know um Frankie and a band called Magazine Club and um, my boy Dylan and um, yeah, I've been doing like some like modern love stuff recently as well. I don't honestly, I genuinely don't at the moment work on that many other tunes all that much. But you know, I've been doing that for so long. I think that the like I don't know the process is very much just like yeah, it definitely there is this sense that like. I think most people that I'm working with sort of know what I'm going to do a little bit. And there is generally this sort of like, um, uh, CA you get on type of vibe that's kind of so put like to they me. Kind like they surrender the control a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But you know what I mean? That's sort of like, I'm always in this thing where I'm always like, I was like, I can do whatever you want me to do. This is what I think I should do. What do you reckon? And, yeah, I I don't know. I I think I think I'm lucky to have a lot of people who sort of trust me with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like it, it's sort of just like I do like like I said earlier on. Like I do really have a way that I think music music should sound. 
um, and that encompasses all elements of everything uh, and I sort of I'm, I'm always seeing the thing as a whole so I think even like across different styles of music there is definitely the same way of thinking about it that's like pretty much universal I really don't try to I don't really try to make anyone's music sound more like their music. I tend to just sort of do reflexively like what I would just be doing. Like, okay. um, And then obviously that's dictated by someone's lyrics, someone's melodies, the instrumentation. Like some people use guitars, some people don't use guitars. Like um, different drum sounds I'll use, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's like very much like, you know, if it's like some people I'm just always using this cashmere acoustic snare sample on like everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, it's, I think that it, it's very much just like naturally dictated by what I'm just going to want to do anyway. And then someone's natural like the way they're writing like and even them like everybody's got their own reflexes in terms of like what they think should be added and stuff but yeah, yeah I think that I actually don't I don't this is I, probably a little bit self-indulgent actually I could probably be a bit more <laughs> respectful of other people but uh, I know as I said I just I think I'm lucky to have um, to have people who sort of like uh, will sort of trust me doing the specific kind of specific niche thing that I always want to do. Like, you know what I mean? Which is like, I don't know. That's like, I love that. And, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm like, that's, that's kind of a a privilege. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a huge part of being a producer. I think is like developing that trust. Yeah. Um, how, like, is there a, do you have a process for doing that? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Like building the trust with an artist. Like how, how, how do you do that? I think that, um, like, ev- honestly, everyone that I work with, like, I would, they're all mates of mine, like, mm. you know what I mean? And they weren't always mates of mine. Not that we were quarreling, you know, I just didn't <laughs> know them, like, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that I really, I really, I really love talking to people. I don't mm. know, like, you know? And I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm quite open, I think, like, as a person. I kind of, and I don't really, like, small talk all that much. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at it. Like, you know, I'm not very good at, like, um, th- talking about, like, like how my mom is to people. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you don't care how my mom is. Like, you know, the, and I think that I find that I, I, I guess maybe as a person, I try to sort of get to the core of a person and, you know, quickly, sooner rather than later. Yeah. And then similarly, like I like to feel like I'm in a p- position where I can say to someone that I'm working with, like, Oh, I had a fight with my girlfriend yesterday. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that, I think it's very much based off, as I said, I don't know, just like wanting to be mates with the people that I work with. And I, I tend to, I tend to, um, yeah, I don't know. Like some, like if, if I'm, I definitely like this hasn't happened to me in a long time like if I'd be working with someone and we don't click really well as really good mates like you know I don't think that like it's like I I, I feel like not on by anyone's decision but like those people don't gravitate back towards me like you know what I mean I think that I think, look I think it's the same with anyone you get a yeah. service you're not sat- like you're, you know if there's a service being provided you're not 100% satisfied yeah. but it's not necessarily anyone's problem no exactly or not, yeah. it's not necessarily anyone's problem rather that's the, the wrong way of saying it it's not necessarily anyone's fault yeah yeah 
that's fine. It's just not a good fit. 100%. And, and yeah. that's like, that's okay. I think as like a producer, you have to be able to let go. Yeah. You know, you have to be able to just not take that personally. Yeah. I think there's a lot of like, there's a lot of elements in the world that we're in where we don't have to, like we have to kind of remove the ego a little bit. 100%. And, yeah. The whole time. Like, yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Because like what you're in a role that's supposed to be totally objective. Right. Yeah. And, you're trying to, but it's funny, right? Because I say that and what I, I was going to say is like about the whole kind of trust thing and you're talking about like really getting to the core of people and knowing people. I feel like I am I would consider myself a people person as well. Mm. Um, I think I'm quite good in a scenario where if a like-minded person and myself sit down, if we both have the same goal, we're trying to get whatever on t- onto tape, mm. I feel like I can really tap into that when it comes to the production. Mm. Um, you know, with the likes of certain lyrics, if I'd help yeah, write certain yeah, lyrics yeah, and, yeah. or if even in like a feeling you're trying to convey in. Well, yeah, the feeling especially. Like, yeah, yeah, if you're trying to convey something in like the musical elements of mm. a track, like, I think it's so important to be able to do that. And then like, I would feel like another strength I would have is bringing in like-minded collaborators mm. to work together. Yeah. Um, that. I feel like it's probably one of my favorite parts of what I do. Picking um, people, p- yeah. Picking people to yeah. work with people yeah, because yeah. I know that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I use the Adam Garrett and Rebel Phoenix example again because that song that we did, like, again, it was the lead single off what is an album that's coming. And um, it to me, it was, it was, it was perfect. Like uh, when... It was finished. It was absolutely perfect. The two gelled together perfectly. Lyrical content matched. Um, they both were just very much on the same yeah. page. And I think like being able to tap into that is extremely valuable for me and what I do. Mm. Is that so, like, do you do that as well? Do you like try and tap back into that and maybe relate something back to what you know about the people who you're working with? Yeah, I was going to say as you're talking there. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think. I think definitely, like, I, I maybe I hadn't even really thought about that too much, actually. Um, but, yeah, no, 100%. Like, I think that, um, there, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, people will just dictate f- kind of for you, like, what to do. Like, I don't even really feel like people need to tell me what to do too much. Like, and I often find, like, you know, after, like, a couple of hours, I'm be like, oh, you know, this sounds really like what I wanted it to sound like or whatever, like, you know. Um, without maybe even really having told me all that much about what to do or whatever. Um, I mean less about like what to do, but yeah. more about like who they are. Yeah, yeah, and, that, how, that, and how that feeds back in. No, that's what I'm saying. Though, oh, it's okay, like, right. that's that's what I'm saying. Is like that it'll be like you. There, there's sort of a telepathic sort of like yeah a little bit you know what I mean like you just sort of like I feel like I feel like this sounds like you to me like and I don't really exactly know maybe why do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah. Um, I feel like yeah. I think that no, no. I, I, no, because you asked a question. I was like, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I think that's like, I think that definitely. Um, with people, there's for example, some some people seem sparkly to me, like you know what I mean, mm. and then some people seem wavy to me. You know what I mean? And uh, now this is probably a bit crazy because I'm now describing everybody in terms of <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what kind of song are you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Dan, you're right though. Like that is uh, that that is something that 
that I guess and do you know what I mean like maybe maybe if you don't connect with someone you'll maybe never actually be able to kind of speak for them on a deeper level sonically yeah you know what I mean I know what you mean yeah for me it's like uh, I think the best example for me would be like um say if someone's like coming in and they have certain lyrics I'll be like well if I like I really like this lyric because uh the way like like the way that this says some like there might be a sample on the song it's like yeah. well you're actually mirroring the sample and what you're saying by saying this thing yeah or yeah, yeah, yeah. and like but that and also that's really genuine to who you are because I know who you are as a person uh-huh. you know yeah, what I mean like, you know it's right in that exactly sense. yeah exactly but you yeah. also can know when something's on the contrary yeah and yeah. then it's that's where I would step in and be like okay well what you're saying here is great what you're saying here is great but let's have a look at this because this is contradicting a little bit what you're saying or what you know, you're yeah. trying to convey as an artist and yeah. you're in your identity as an artist. Yeah. So like I will always kind of go back to that. So in terms of like production style, I think again, you know, another strength of mine would be able to be like seeing those things and like links, really yeah. trying to like, like dissect, you know, yeah. and going into that tiny, like that really, really fine, fine detail, uh-huh. you know, um, production styles as well. Um, I'm really shoehorning a segue in here, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> like production styles is something I want to talk about because there's a lot of like, and, uh, there's a lot of names for, or like, or not a, a lot of, like, producer, what I'm trying to say is a producer is a broad scope of, things now yeah it's a lot of stuff a lot of jobs it's a lot of stuff a lot of jobs you might have a person who makes beats calling themselves a producer yeah yeah. you might have someone who just sits in a studio and you know is just kind of like a project manager which i feel i'm certainly more close to Mm. although i would do the former um as well yeah and then you have someone who's involved in like the songwriting process and then the sound design and all this other stuff like in recent like I suppose in previous years that um that spectrum would have been a lot narrower. Yeah. I think like a producer would have been in a project management role with an element of musical knowledge yeah. that would like push something in a certain direction. And I think like having seen and like researched, you know, over the years lots of like producers like Jimmy Ivey and Rick Rubin, you know, mm. all that, all of those people, the, Brian Eno, yeah. like, you know, yeah. I, the people who like are just guiding towards a certain thing and like yeah, have a vessel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like now it's like it totally exploded, right? Because yeah. it's just like, you know, you've got people on, like that's almost like an extreme end of the spectrum now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the expansion of that over the years? Yeah, like, do you know, do you know, the funny thing is, right, is like, I feel like all I have ever known is the way that I, you know, do things like, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's like a funny thing. I feel like I have an insecurity about this, that I never, ever know producers' names, ever. I don't <laughs> know, I don't, like people, I constantly, people will be like saying like, oh, they did this thing with this guy. And like, oh, but they, like they said it, like they'll say it like they did this with the color green. You know what I mean? Like it, like it's mm. that. Like, and I'm like, I don't know who that is at all. Like, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I feel like I, I definitely 100% have a 
minimal grasp on um what what being a producer is like, like supposed see, this to is be the, like this, this is the question right? yeah. this is the overarching question like what i don't think anyone can really yeah. define it no, anymore because i don't like i don't i don't i don't have do you know what i mean it's like i feel like no like, but you know the thing is like for me is like the, i guess like if i was to speak for myself because i feel confident about that yeah yeah, yeah, is, like, yeah. is like uh is like um i always just go you come here and then you leave and the song's better. That's my aim. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think that's like a pretty, I think that's a pretty good way yeah. of looking at but it. But just that broad though, do you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's like, it, you know, because of how broad the spectrum is of like people and their roles and what they would consider to be a producer yeah. and what I suppose the music industry as a whole considers a producer now. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's extremely apt. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I don't think that there's like, a formula. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't think that, I think like being, the one thing I think is a constant is, it's a person working with another person. Yeah. And there's like a human connection. 100%. And it has, it has to be there. Mm. Because like, what I will say, and I've said this in like songwriting sessions, I've said it on the pod, I'm sure before, like you can sniff out if something's disingenuous, particularly mm. when it comes to music. I f- like I find I can like just immediately be like nah do you know there's a disconnect mm. somewhere yeah um so I think like for you to say you know that is like you come in you leave it's better yeah like that's such a good that's way of looking at it exactly yeah and I think it's important for people to feel alright about that as well like you know what I mean yeah I think that like sometimes like you know I might um you know come up with a melody or like a lyric or whatever like and and i i can sense in people sometimes they're a bit like not they've no problem with with me getting involved with that but like that they might be afraid that might you know oh like you know you know, feel like they didn't make the dinner themselves, or they, they, yeah. they or they, or they bought the stuff in Tesco or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, that's that's yeah. That's actually a, a, that I suppose sparks a thought because I think there's like a culture now of like the bedroom artist exactly, where you can like yeah. make everything yourself, and so they feel like they should, and also. It's hard to let go of that. Yeah, yeah. If that's what you like, if that's what you know, yeah. and that's what you've become comfortable doing, mm-hmm. and maybe you might have received some kind of a claim for doing so, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, like, one thing I will say, I think it's like so important to highlight that we're here, mm-hmm. and it's not to like inhibit your creative process; it's mm-hmm. to expand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like when just like people feel like they should be in the bedroom and they should yeah. be making everything themselves yeah. and they should be mixing themselves exactly. they should be mastering themselves I'm like I'm such an advocate for we spoke at the start of the recording like yeah. of passing those things off yeah, handing yeah. those things off to people who are specialised in doing yeah, those things better at it like yeah. you know what I mean? but it's not like you have it's not like you you're relinquishing all of your creative input. No, you no. still are able to push it in the direction that you want oh, to. Absolutely, and yeah. I think that just that kind of gets lost a little bit sometimes. On like I suppose artists who would be, um, you know, fresher into what is the industry, or mm. like trying, like maybe someone who is building up to a first release, mm. or someone who's just like been demoing, and because 
all of the you know resources are readily available now mm. people just might not know that there's people who are specialized yeah. in these things you know yeah there's and yeah i think that like yeah i think maybe maybe i, I yeah i there maybe is sort of a uh, not I don't want to say misinterpretation I don't think it's the right word like but I get uh, a, a healthy ignorance you know what I mean which is yeah not, no 100% to, which is not ignorance is uh, uh, so commonly <laughs> like redefined like you know I mean purely just not knowing like you know yeah. uh, you, uh, literally that you know producers do tend to help with people's songwriting like that does tend to be on the cards you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah uh, and that, like, you know, most things you heard, like, somebody said something about a lyric or a melody, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I, I but I, I, as you were saying, though, I think it's like, I, I feel like I just try to make people feel, um, like, just kind of comfortable with that, like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like that reflex to be like, oh, should I be doing this all myself? I get that. I get that all the time about the stuff that I do. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm like, if someone walked in right now, I can't think of the second line in the second verse. If someone walked in right now and said the perfect line, I don't care who they are. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah exactly. If, it's, yeah. if I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, you know, I always think about that. Like, you know, there's this fear that um, this is like uh, a little bit of philosophical. I think that people become afraid that people are going to reject their ideas like before you know they they presume not not presume but there's a reflex to be like present something as you know uh oh i don't think they're gonna like this but i think it's uh, I, it's something that i always say i'd said this is why i said it's philosophical i think about this in my life a lot mm. i'm always like um you know basically if you do that you you re- a well this is the harsh side of it you remove your own responsibility to filter ideas and make them good because if you think everyone's just going to hate it anyway there's no reason to formulate a good idea yeah and there's also a predefined bias there exactly you know? oh, of course yeah but i could say you basically you relinquish responsibility to like make sure you feel like it's a good idea before okay. you say that's the harsh side you know what i mean that's yeah. like that that's why it's a bit more about life but mm. the 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 other side is that like you know like um uh i i feel like yeah i feel like i feel like for me um what was i saying there about the people presenting ideas and yeah. stuff and i'm forgetting what i was talking about a little bit <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that, um, for me, I feel like, um, I'm kind of always trying to make people feel like it's fine to like, to, to, yeah, to say that because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, don't take away your responsibility to have a good idea, but don't forget as well for me, if you said the best possible thing, that'd be great. You know what I mean? It's like, don't forget that like, that's what I was going to say is like, don't forget that it's like, it's like, man, if we, if we, if, if your idea, like, like, hypothetically someone's about to tell me something right now and i'm like you know if your idea is amazing i'm gonna be like amazing there is there is a right answer is what i'm saying you know mm-hmm. there 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 is, or rather there is a circumstance in which everybody in the room goes that's amazing well done yeah there's solution you know I mean? to every problem like, exactly yeah. yeah but i think if you're afraid that if that there's just this fear to sort of present sometimes or to to put yourself forward like that which i think i try to help people feel like there there is there is a there is a world in which everybody in this room goes perfect well done you know what i mean it's you're not you're not always fighting against this kind of like a 
just making everything acceptable. You know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think like that's what's great about being in a writing room with people. Um, I find that you know you could be going through, you could be cycling through ideas. Do you yeah, know what I mean? And yeah. it's like great to be able to be in a position where I'm a step removed from the music, I guess, mm. and the lyrics. Yeah, because you're like trying to make it make sense but then you're just like spitting out whatever is immediately coming to your head. Yeah. And then there will be one thing that everyone in the room goes, yes. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, that's exactly yeah, what you're talking exactly. about. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And it's that, like, it's the, again, it goes back to the collaboration thing. Like, I think that's why, for me, it's so important because I suppose to really, like, bring it down to a understandable level, like, one person can build a house, but it's going to take them a lot longer than if 10 people... yeah want to build yeah. it do you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah. exactly uh, so, which seems like which seems a bit like fundamental but like it's so you have to be reminded of that I think like. yeah and like it, it's just in the uh, I suppose it's in the DIY age right because we're yeah. in the age where like so many people who have made all of their own stuff mm. have garnered some kind of popularity or like mm. an element of popularity and that's fucking great mm. I love it mm. right it's like it's pushing the boundaries yeah but because it's happening more and more, I think people are getting like I don't mm, no I that's not the right thing to say. I was gonna say like there's an element of self consciousness creeping into things sometimes, but I don't think there is. I think it could be though. You know, I think it's like, but that's not unfounded though. You know what I mean? Because yeah. especially when you're misrepresenting, like the classic guy I always think about, Macklemore is not an independent artist and he never was. <laughs> like, like you know, he talks about hustling and selling his mixtape on the street. That is just lying. It's like, that's not the truth. He, 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 had, he had label services from, I think Warner it was. Like basically, it says Macklemore Records. The whole thing was administered and distributed by a major record label. Like, mm. You know what I mean? And like, but like that type of thing where you think Macklemore did that by himself. Macklemore sold out Marty Park by himself. Like he just actually didn't do that. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so like when you talk about like there may be an element of insecurity creeping in, like if Macklemore is going to pop up and pretend he's an independent artist, like here, Macklemore like at me, like, you know what I mean? But the, mm. but the you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's, it's not, it's not, or for example, like another band, like, you know, uh, the 1975, we're all ta- always talking about being self-produced, like, but they're also kind of like not, which is totally fine. Like, they're ama- like their sounds are amazing and mm-hmm. they're amazing producers, but you know, there's people helping them, especially mixing it. Like, yeah, you know, 100%, yeah. but like, <clears throat> irrespective of that, like, and, and then the same goes for like, who else is like, you know, you have like, you know, I feel like Claro is very much sort of seems like a bedroom pop artist, mm-hmm. but isn't once again, not diminishing at all. It's amazing. Like, it's like, yeah. but it's just that thing of like, you can, maybe feel like do you think that the appearance is kind of cloud the reality yeah and that's once again I can't stress enough that's not me ragging on it at all no, because yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just it's creating it's it's creating a certain not oh, what am I trying to say it's like it's it, do you it, feel like a pressure it, like or yeah. like a, yeah exactly I know exactly what you're saying is that yeah. there's that there's that like pressure to be like should I be like this I should be able to do everything myself and stuff it's like basically nobody's doing that like you know what I mean yeah. I think maybe who's doing that maybe we were talking about before maybe John Hopkins does yeah. that but I don't even really think so like you know what I mean even, probably passes off mixing yeah, and, you know I mean? like, and in my opinion he's the most talented producer in the world yeah. and there's no I, he's, when he is passing off mixing stuff but <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. it's just like who is actually 
taking stuff from start to finish. I'd say a lot of I'd say a lot of dance producers are and stuff. Yeah, but like the the people who are coming, basically the people who come into me and you to to come and do a track, don't listen to anyone who writes mixes and masters their own music. Yeah. I would I would doubt it. I, people that I'm talking to definitely don't. Yeah, and at a certain level, I think like that doesn't become like that becomes less prevalent. I guess. Yeah, yeah. People who are you know doing everything themselves and I fucking love it when someone can like demo all the stuff themselves because yeah. then they come to me and it's it just makes their life so much easier yeah, yeah. or at least that's my goal is yeah. to make their life so much easier and hopefully will encourage them to you know I suppose expand branch out into yeah a little it, yeah, bit yeah, more yeah. Um, and I find that like yeah I just think that like that's what that's really rewarding for me mm. when because like obviously I'm loving being able to hear a, a very rounded idea mm. of something because I don't know how you I, I will talk about the kind of process and mm. to like yeah, yeah, yeah. working with people in a minute but like I love hearing like a rounded demo or like maybe a first release that's you know self-produced or yeah. you know self-recorded something like that um, for independent artists and then like when they come to me it, and give me that or I hear that and approach someone mm. It's so, like it's so much easier to get an idea of who you are exactly, and yeah. then I can assist in furthering that. You know, uh-huh. yeah. Um, when it comes to like, uh, you know, if you want to work with like we're talking purely production, I suppose mm-hmm. now for the moment, as opposed to like, because I know you're in Search yeah, for the Animal yeah. and in just wondering, and you're kind of like very much hands on there. Yeah. But when it comes to working with different artists, mm-hmm. um, when you approach someone or someone approaches you like what is your like what what's the ideal scenario in terms of being presented with stuff like yeah 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 i think like um i got i don't know if you get this uh, like every time someone comes into the studio they'll have a thing and they'll be like they're like now now this demo it's like you know i'm not that great at da, 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 and i'm like i'm like okay yeah to me that's like it tastes like chicken you know what i mean it's just like everybody says that like you know mm. so like first and foremost it doesn't really matter to me like like mm, yeah i don't i don't think it really matters to me personally what and this is definitely to do what i said earlier on about the trust that people have and with could like a, a mutual trust at all yeah. just but regardless of that like i think whatever if if whatever someone gives me, if that's enough for them to convey what they wanted to the convey, idea, right? As but even it, if it's nothing, yeah. if they want, if they had nothing to convey, as long as they don't feel like they're short of what they wanted to convey, yeah. Like if it's like <clears throat> a really good way of putting it, actually, yeah. Because like <clears throat> you know, you, that that's not even to say that it's like sonically what they want to convey. It's just like whatever the amount of information you wanted to provide to me, if that's here, if all it was, was the guitar and your vocal and you just really liked the melody, then perfect. You probably trust me to figure out the rest because you haven't put in a, a yeah. whole lot of legwork elsewhere, which is 100% totally cool with me. Like, you mm. know what I mean? And then similarly, like, you know, if somebody has a bit of a demo and there's a bit of a sample going on, I might like nick that and whack it straight in the session, that type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of love... Like, like, especially with, like, a lot of the Milk stuff, like, there was one particular track, it's called A Little More, and we were just there, I think it was, like, at the end of a session or something, and Mark just played the whole song to a click on his guitar, and then we we didn't really have an idea for how we wanted it to sound, and I just started going Adding. through the motions, yeah. and uh, 
it ended up being super cool. Like it's really weird. Like, you know, like all the sensor vocals and it's like, you know, it's just got, um, yeah, it sounds cool. Like, you know, Anna, but I think that that's what I'm saying is like, the, I don't want well, yeah, I don't really notice any particular link between what someone might give me and how happy how it turns out. Yeah. Or yeah. even how happy anyone is with it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I find that it can really, like I, like I said, like kind of about, as long as they got, the soul they wanted into it like that's kind of I think that gets it over the line like you know what I mean I think you've really kind of found like mm. you've figured out the essence of it yeah. um, and I think that like it really like what you've said really resonates with me in terms mm. of like so long as they feel like they've imparted a part of their exactly, soul yeah. into yeah. that piece of work I could like again it. all I want is for someone to come in here and feel like they've gotten the best that, the best out of themselves that they could so when I'm being presented with like my I suppose my preferred way of being presented with something is a demo some form of demo where i can hear what the oh, artist I, sounds yeah, like yeah um get like a little bit of an understanding of what their sound is yeah. or what they're trying to achieve um and you know from there i'll be able to make more educated decisions yeah, right yeah. because like i think that's it's key yeah. Um, for the production process, you know, because what you're trying to do is you're trying to. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I feel like a broken record. Is mm. just get the best out of the, you know, get the best out of the song and the, you know, yeah. respective artists or artists that you can, mm. um, and, like I think that as a process, is really invaluable to music, and that's a massively biased thing to say as a producer, like. Yeah. But I feel like without, like I, it's kind of like, kind of like a glorified hype man, I guess. Yeah, one hundred percent though. You're very active hype man. Though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you're very, um, what's it? You know, uh, you know, effectual hype yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Because you know I mean? yeah, but like there's part because it's gonna it's gonna be something that you really like as well, yeah, right? Yeah. That you're gonna like take on to you know involve yourself in the production process yeah I like listen to every tune that I do like yeah. I spend like any time I do a tune I'd be like you know I don't actually I don't think everybody, everybody that I work with really knows this but like I don't really listen to um, other music that much I tend to only really listen to tunes that I've produced and how like do you feel like that's I think that that could be an asset yeah I don't know like it's I honestly like like the, the, I, I'll say this I will say this on the airwaves but <laughs> I uh, I don't I don't really like listening to anyone singing as much as I like listening to myself singing. Okay. And uh <laughs> that's uh takes takes a lot to admit that. Yeah, yeah. I will like and you know what? The thing is the thing is like, you know, I don't think I'm the only one that that's true of. 
Uh, yeah, uh, probably oh, not. Yeah. Oh, I'd, oh, at all, at all, at all. But yeah, I don't really care. Like, I think, like, you know, I, uh, I just really, really, really like the tunes that. I work on. You know what I mean? But I think that's like, that should be a prerequisite. Yeah. Because like, if you, the way I always look at it and I suppose for a bit of a deeper understanding on why maybe, um, if, if you're a new artist, I suppose this is like specifically for if you're a new artist or you're trying to get your footing in Mm -hmm. and you send a demo to a producer, uh, might be me, might be someone else and they're kind of not really feeling the vibe. That's not, like that's not necessarily because it's bad no, right yeah, yeah. It, the reason why i might turn something down or say i don't think it's the right fit for me is because whatever it is isn't connecting or i don't feel like i can add value yeah because you have a specific you know that you did that's exactly there's a very very valid point because you may be in a job that uh, requires objectivity and pragmatism but that doesn't mean that you're a a computer like you might mm-hmm. work you, you might work with computers a lot but you're not one like yeah we and, have a heart yeah exactly you know? and like yeah but i i do think that especially as a service provider yeah uh it there like if you're <clears throat> it can seem like you're just there to serve the public like but in actuality like you do have to like it like and and that's in the same way like you know like <clears throat> if i like you know i've always found that I I tend to lean towards liking music that most of my friends don't like. You know what I mean? <laughs> like whether I decide whether as a contrarian or just no. As- that's what I was just about to say. Like not not as any kind of decision that I made at all. And like and honestly, it'd be great if all the music all my mates liked the music that I like. <laughs> now we do like a lot of the same music, but yeah. like like in a very broader general sense. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. What you mean. Like. Like it'd be great if everybody like 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 I said exactly like I said this is why it's more philosophical about if if don't worry if I loved all the tunes that you you played me that'd be amazing yeah because that would mean there'd be so many more songs for us to listen to together yeah. and for for me to love as a selfish person who wants to listen to more good <laughs> tunes tunes yeah. but yeah. but and then similarly like you know. It, like it'd be great for me to love all the tunes that you like, and it'd be great if you love all the tunes that I like, because then we'd be loving tunes together all the time. But it tends to be the case that, uh, yeah, I tend to I tend to lean towards like not always being in agreement with the people around me about the tunes that I'm listening to like okay. like except my very very close friends you know what I mean which is totally grand like that's like I have no problems with that I think that that's another thing that's like I think there's a very there people very how much they care about that kind of thing but mm. but yeah so like for me like you know like I can basically be a little bit hard to to agree with in terms of like that's good Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like, like to me, like, you yeah. know what I mean? And so, is, yeah. Is, does, do you feel like that makes you more selective in which projects you take on? Yeah, definitely. And that's like my fault. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like that, like. I don't think it's a fault. No, but I like, sorry, that, that, that's, that's fr- the source of that issue is me. Yeah. Is that I know, I, I just know that I'm just have a bit of a, <clears throat> a weird head on me about how I want stuff to sound like, you know what I mean? And what I want stuff to, to to do and like and like where I want to take stuff and like yeah I don't know I really that's why I said though I said about, I really really like love everything that I work on I listen to anything like all of, I swear to God like all the tunes like I listen to I listen to all the tunes that I've done in the past four years all the time and I was talking to uh, a guy my friend Hugh 
uh, in Whelan's mm. and I was saying to him where I was about, and we was talking about tunes we'd done this album together a few years ago and he still hasn't he's still kind of working on some of the tracks and stuff and I was like he's like I think they're good man you know so I like them and I was like I was like man I listen to those tunes all the time like and he was kind of like I could tell he was surprised like you know because mm. I don't know maybe that seems weird but yeah I uh, I really like that's what I'm saying is like I can be very much a little bit like like I'm conscious that I can be <clears throat> um, a bit maybe cynical a, a bit you know what I mean and I can I can be a little bit I can be a bit of a negatron for sure like <laughs> but um, I like really really intensely love the tunes that I love like you know what I mean mm. and yeah so you know in terms of like you know as you said you know you know you turn stuff down because it doesn't click with you or whatever like like that's like for me like, I wish I keep coming back to it I wish I loved everything yeah you know I think I mean? like, look I, it's just part and parcel of the job right yeah, but, yeah like, or being a person anyway yeah yeah like, 100% yeah. like you're you know we like things we you know don't we like certain things less and yeah. that's fine but like I'll always put it into a position as like I'll ask myself the question can I add value to this yeah you know yeah that I, is an important question I think yeah. that's like such I think that's like the imperative question to be asking yourself no, in a production right, yeah. role, right? Because, like, I could t- you could take on any project you want, mm-hmm. but like, my, I suppose my end game for any song that is brought in is like, we we, we said it is the person going to leave happy? Am I going to leave happy? Yeah. Um. You know, is there like going to be something special there? will I be able to like impart all of the things that I've learned over the past yeah. seven, eight, nine years? You know, you, you, these are the kind of bigger things you have yeah. to ask yourself. And it's not just a case of, I don't like this. See uh, you later. Yeah. Um, it really is. It's a lot more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's calculated. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think like personally, I would really like, I'd almost agonize over when I'm saying something saying yes or no to something yeah. I, I really would agonise over it do you feel like you have like a do you, like a I don't know do, do you like, I, I, I was going to say sometimes I feel like there's like a silhouette that I can that's almost already there and it's like you listen to something and you know I feel like I feel like there, you. I don't know if, do you feel like that if you hear something you feel like instantly you can almost listen to it sort of half conceptualize it and then sort of see is this going to fit into that idea that I have yeah like I feel like the best case scenario is that yeah right yeah like it's you know sometimes things require for me sometimes things require a little bit more thought yeah um but that's the best case scenario and I have to say that like I'm very fortunate in that you know the work that I'm doing is mostly like that Mm -hmm. where you know I'm hearing what it's going to sound like yeah yeah already at the end yeah or I can hear at least, you use the word silhouette, I think that's very, very yeah. good, um, very good example or a very good descriptive word. Um, but yeah, no, that would be, that's like the best case scenario, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it, it's the same. Yeah, I feel you, like, yeah, I feel like I get, that. that's what I'm saying is like, that's what, I feel like I almost have like a, just that, that silhouette doesn't really change. Even if the styles changes mm. or if the specific artist changes, there is definitely an attitude that I almost just think about everything in terms of that attitude. Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like in that, I feel like, um, uh, 
I, I, I feel, and then I instantly know if, I instantly know as well if I'm going to completely ruin someone's vibe by doing what <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do. Yeah. Do you but know what I mean? See, that's, that's important to notice as well. Like, yeah. I have like a particular, I have a particular set of skills, exactly, you have a particular yeah, set of yeah. skills. Um, like, do the, will I be able to apply these in a way that's going to enrich, yeah. you know, what you're providing to exactly, me? Exactly, yeah. So, like, you know, there's a lot more than meets the eye with it. I no, think. yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, I promise you, I'm going to be a waste of your money. Like, yeah. like there's no, you're not like if like if someone if I get the impression that someone doesn't want any sense in their music, there's no point in talking to me. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and and, I, and that, that might seem like get out of my face or whatever, but it's really not. Like, you won't want to be around me. I will make you feel really anxious. I'll want to start chopping your vocal up. I want to start. Um, turning your vocals into synths and just like basically in their eyes I'll be bastardizing their music like mm. you know what I mean and I think that like yeah I think uh, yeah I can you don't ne- necessarily go there with people especially if you don't know someone you know, you're not going to be like you're like don't worry I would ruin your life see you later like yeah. but that's kind of how I feel a little bit like I would uh, yeah like, I can hear something and be like I know I feel like I are exactly, especially if it's a decent enough demo. I feel like I kind of know what your buzz is a little bit, yeah. And I think I'd wreck it, like you yeah. know what I mean. I get that sometimes. I, it would be so much stuff like that for me. <laughs> I guess like that is definitely a factor. Much, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like you know, it's if if you were to give this to me, I just don't like. Sometimes I wouldn't be able to like discern where my role would. I be. get, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like the crux of it for yeah. me really yeah. if i can like immediately align myself with the project and mm. like be like okay this is what you want and this is what i can provide mm. and it's great as well when like people have done their research and they're like i love what you did with this can you like Do this is what i'm thinking yeah, yeah. for and i'm like yeah great you know that makes more sense yeah, yeah. um because it's like a considered approach mm-hmm. and it just like it helps the workflow a little bit more mm. um yeah, you know, it, it it really does assist in getting to the finish line quicker. I yeah, guess. and also you feel more confident though, right? Like you like yeah. you feel like you feel like you have a you feel more purposeful, I suppose. Yeah, you just feel like, you know, it's not it, you feel like you've put your stamp on something. Yeah, you're not just stabbing in the dark with it like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, no. I, I think that like that. Sorry, go on. No, no, not at all. Yeah, the yeah, I think that like the that I think that I, I like I said earlier on about feeling lucky for that kind of thing like I feel like I'd feel a bit lost without that without that because I kind of live in the unknown a lot like you know what I mean like I yeah. feel like I if I didn't feel like there was an internal compass that I could just follow and be trusted to follow that I don't know what I would do like you know mm-hmm. what I mean I think that that's a big part of like feeling like you know what to do at all even when everything people are looking at me like what are we going to do here like mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think it's going to be okay I think we'll figure it out like and mm-hmm. you just persevere persevere twist some knobs turn some stuff like you know what I mean like yeah patience is really like it's a key yeah. in you know where we are because like <laughs> I think time and this is a concept, I suppose, that, oh, geez, we could talk about this for a long time, yeah. you know, uh, but I'll try and keep it to, you know, we'll try and keep it brief enough. It's like uh, the time in which to create something. Yeah. Right. That, like, to me is, and I've learned, I've learned over, you know, the course of making several albums and, you know, doing several singles and stuff. It's like albums in particular, 
um, and you've done some long form projects. So I, yeah, I yeah. feel like you might be able to kind of weigh in here um, in, you know, a, a mm. fair amount. But for me, it's like putting any kind of limitation on things, I think is just like an immediate. Yeah. It's, it's an immediate in, inhibition. Mm-hmm. Um not only like in the literal sense, but also in the creative sense. Mm. Like I feel like, like the way I would always work, and we we spoke off mic again about this just before we kind of, we hit record and it was a case of, for me, and like the album process is like, it takes as long as it takes. That's Mm. like, just like, keep going for X amount of time on a regular basis Mm. and let's then maybe check in every couple of months and see what we've got. Mm-hmm. And you might have 10 immediate things that work amazing. You might get to like 50, you might yeah. get to 100. Yeah, yeah. And then you have like eight goods. Yeah, you might yeah. have two or three. And then it's like, okay, well, at least we have some kind of direction to work from here. Yeah. So I think like impatience is so important. And I 100%. think in a world where everything is so immediate now, um, and this is getting very conceptual and <laughs> like societal, I guess. But um, in a world where everything is kind of so immediate, I think sometimes that... Um, isn't necessarily a thought that immediately occurs. Yeah. Um, so, like, I have to remind myself of that a lot. The kind of, like, the, what you're managing, like, what you're spending on the patience and that kind of thing. Like, I think, yeah, it's just important to, like, not... Just don't rush, Yeah, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. if there's one thing I can say, one piece of advice I could give to absolutely anyone in the world in, of music, artists, producers, whoever, don't rush. Yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. it will, yeah, it will happen. Yeah. And like, sometimes it's a bit less naturally than others. Like uh. you do have to, you know, oh yeah, yeah. work hard sometimes to get there. Slog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes it is, and it's important to like, it's not, it's not all rosy in the garden the whole time. You no, know, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's a yeah. hard thing to do to like apply yourself like that creatively, one hundred percent of the time. It's so on difficult. Demand. Yeah, 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 on demand, yeah. and also. Um, I'm not necessarily talking about like me as a producer. I'm talking more so like as an artist. Like, oh, it's a bit of a 50-50, I guess. Mm. But, you know, I think to apply yourself like that the whole time is exhausting. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. absolutely exhausting. So it's important, like, just take your time. Take breaks from it. If it's not working for you right now, like, it's okay to step away as uh-huh. a writer, as a producer for X amount of time to, like, yeah. just recalibrate a I, little bit. Even a year, if you want. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Now, I totally agree. I think that, like, um, that was definitely, like, when we were doing the Just Wondering stuff, like, the lads were, like, coming over and paying me for my time and stuff. And just, like, just those lads in particular, like, they just became, like, my best mates. Like, so mm. I was just, like, um, I said I said exactly what you are talking about. I was like, lads, if we're not worried about time, we're going to make better things, like, you know? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like it's like <clears throat> I think that's why I sort of operate really, really, really fast. I go in like bursts, so somebody can feel comfortable sitting outside and having a rally for twenty minutes. Like, do you know what I mean? I sort of go like super rapid because I tend to just like do like just like a day in the studio and just like bang out as much as possible on a mm-hmm. track. Like, go super, super rapid. But yeah, to create that like illusion that we're not like worrying about time really because I tend to be pretty much like we're in here in like studio twelve to eight and then I'll catch you at the next <laughs> in the next picture. Like, yeah. and I yeah, but I, I that that 
that um the management of that like you know what i mean of like the time and that feeling you don't want to feel like there's time pressure like i think that's why you have a responsibility to like just basically be able to for me anyways you, you have to be able to turn it on at least for periods you know what i mean like to be able yeah. to just like because sometimes you know you'd be in the studio and then i'd be like you turn around and be like be like oh i really kind of uh really carried us through that past hour like you know what I mean and now we're like super like we're way down the line because I just focused really 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 hard like you know what I mean yeah. that's kind of though like you can really though you can lose the when people are like kind of everyone's like worrying about like exactly man don't worry about it. like chill out there like we'll finish this off like you know what I mean like sort of mm-hmm. like yeah because it, it's hard to do stuff on demand but at the same time like you know I feel like I definitely kind of love I, I, I actually say, I think I said to you last time we were talking, like, during COVID, like, yeah. I kind of think of it like a sport, like. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, I'll go as hard and as fast and as aggressive mm-hmm. and everything as I can in a window. In, in that time period that you, know you have mean? allocated to yeah. use a session. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I tend to do nothing the rest of the time, like. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's, it, it's like, balance is key. Um, you know, I, I when I was starting off, like I'd run myself into the ground because I was working a nine to five job and like I was doing this and I was like working nine to five and then I was here from like six till eleven yeah. most days and then on weekends I'd work here from like twelve until eight yeah. or twelve till six or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, I had no time and I had no energy, and that was like really inhibiting what yeah, I was oh, doing. Yeah, so I so found much. like it's it's it, to give yourself a bit like I'm a little bit different to how you would operate in the mm. sense of I don't just necessarily like turn it on yeah. I, I would like I know like I'll do, I'll do a lot of prep work right yeah. so like for me like I'll I, I'm big into like research and um, you know if someone gives me reference tracks um, I'll really do a deep dive into those reference tracks mm. into such a place as like I'm looking at my position. I'm looking at like yeah. what preamps were used. I'm mm. if I'm trying to find out as much information can, as yeah, I possibly yeah, yeah. can. Um, you know, and I feel like then, but like that doesn't feel like work to me yeah. because that's interesting. And that, I feel, that was super interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, kind and of thing I also yeah. I also feel like that is gonna if if it doesn't necessarily benefit me in the session that I'm uh, you know doing my yeah, groundwork yeah. for it may down the line uh-huh. just like come in handy you absolutely know? yeah uh, and it'd be like a I suppose a eureka moment where mm. it's like oh actually I remember this time I looked at it you know mm. um, so I'll like again that for me doesn't feel like work so when I come into a session mm. that's when I'm like in the mindset of I know what I'm here for mm-hmm. I've prepared for this it doesn't feel like I'm exerting so much effort yeah, yeah. as I did once upon a time where I didn't have the time to conduct that way of thinking I yeah guess. you can kind of well you're involved in it more and like you're it's it's like part of like your brain is just there like yeah. you know what I mean it's an immersive experience yeah exactly that's a way better word yeah 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 exactly like yeah, yeah. I think that that's like that's like that's really interesting I think that I think maybe I I'd never consider that kind of thing I think that maybe I would like when a lot I used to spend a lot of time replicating synth sounds you know what I mean where I would listen to a track and I would just get try and redesign yeah literally yeah. just like and I would just do that like I did that like every day for a few years like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean 
Yeah, uh, that, that's something I would have done back yeah, in the day as well. Yeah. You know, I was like messing around with DAWs back when I was like 14, 15. Uh-huh. Um, like one of the first editions of Fruity Loops. Were like Sony had a DAW at one point. Really? I, t- I spoke to someone about this. Yeah, it's called Acid Pro or something ridiculous. It was crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. But um, I remember like messing around with stuff and like I would... I was like 14 or 15 and I was sitting there like online looking about, like reading about oscillation and like trying to familiarize myself with like certain sounds, certain frequencies, mm-hmm. um, like LFOs, like filters, all of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like trying to like really understand, like gain a deeper understanding of that. Whereas like if someone comes to me and they're like I like these sounds I like these sounds um, I like this artist I like this I was like well I can make a I can have a more representational um, go at that yeah, you know what I mean yeah but the people I, that's the thing is like like yeah I say that to sometimes sometimes people especially about a synth I'm like just remember that like any synth you hear in a tune I can make that like mm. you know what I mean unless it's a good thing to be confident about. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, I guess, yeah, it is. I, Helpful. Yeah, I guess, though, the thing about it is, I was just like, uh, as long as they're not listening to, <laughs> as long as they're not listening to my favorite artists, I can probably make the synth because uh, all of the music I listen to, I gravitate towards things that I feel like I can't do. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's, I like that's when I go, and that's what I try to do. I, I want to make music that people feel like they can't do. Okay. You know what I mean? So like you're you yeah, it's it's funny how that like passes down. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what like like I said like I like 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 I spoke spoke briefly earlier on about like the search party animal tunes being a lot of like sitting around smoking joints. Like I tend to get to this point where I feel like something's good when it's making me feel a little bit sick. Like <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's a great quote actually. Yeah. <laughs> I like like that. Like in what way? Like just, I'll be like, no, I'm swear to God, like feel like a little bit uncomfortable about how mad it sounds. Okay, like yeah. I'm like listening to it, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, like my head's like, uh, like I'm a little bit like, scr- like, like I'm like, this is really intense. Like you yeah. know what I mean, abrasive I, I, almost. I have that like an abrasive may or may not be. It may be very beautiful, but I like I had this like I I say this sometimes like a joke, but I really mean it. Like if I listen to songs that I really like, if a bit comes on that I really like, I kind of almost get sick of it. Mm. Like genuinely. <laughs> it's really really weird but it's true uh, and uh, interest in physical response yeah probably. I hear like a lyric I really like and I got it like I feel like a little bit sick and I kind of like will retch a little bit so <laughs> but I'm yeah I know it's so weird but that's that's, 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 strange, that's yeah. true like and uh, but I that's what I'm saying I I really love tunes man you know what I mean and yeah. the, what the the so when I listen to stuff like I gravitate towards stuff that I feel like I have no idea how they did that. Like that's always my favorite type of moment is me being like, I actually do not understand how that person achieved that sound. Like that is, those, those are my favorite things to listen to. Like, you know what I mean? And that doesn't mean like, um, I don't know if you know, Sophie, like Mm -hmm. like their music was very like, uh, crazy abrasive. Like, you know what I mean? And I love that. Uh, 
but like it's not even like that like it can be something it's, it's i'm not talking like i don't really listen to that to like crazy 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 yeah. sentience like you know what i mean but just like something that's just like that is a bit mental like you know yeah. and uh so I, I i think that like if anyone's coming to me to do a track and they're listening to like charlie pooth or whatever it is like i'm like yeah oh, man it's fine like it's a little juno like it's like it's like there's a wee, wee, like it's like yeah. way like it, nothing's ever like as long as it's not listening to the stuff that i listen to like <laughs> We're if, someone, okay. if someone comes in and brings me like like a like a like a banana about you or something then i'd start having a bit of a freaker because i like i don't really understand <laughs> the synths are amazing i don't know what to do about it but yeah similarly i i try to make music 100 with the idea just like i said like a sport like you know what i mean like you know i i find myself like i'm like a liverpool fan and i uh yeah, me too yeah yes sir and i <laughs> and i remember when when we won the league uh jordan henderson this is i think about this all the time jordan henderson after it was obvious remember that year like we had won the league in december like yeah. remember we beat do you remember we beat leicester 4-0 yeah. on stevens day and city 4-1 i think yeah we beat uh, we beat leicester 4-0 on stevens day and it was like it was like over right and everyone knew it and uh after every game then it was like you know like april or whatever like uh we were just like smashing everyone and it was just like uh they were like to henderson I remember Alexander Arnold at one time they asked him and they're like, uh, they're like, come on, you must have an end. He kind of smirked because he was kind of just like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but like, Hendo, he never dropped it. Like, he never dropped it once and he meant it. He didn't even drop it after they won. He said, uh, you know, he was like, um, uh, he's just, yeah, just on to the next one. You know what I mean? He's just like, we got to play the next game and uh, we're not going to get too excited here. Like, we're just going to do our do thing. The best we can, and then yeah. even when they won the league, he was like, I know I was being born saying that, but I meant it. He was like, that is how I was thinking about it. Yeah. And like, you know, I love that attitude. I love it. It's just like, I don't get too excited about anything and just like do the next thing. And then similarly, like, you know, Kobe Bryant, right? Kobe Bryant didn't want, I think about a lot of sports people. I think I almost idolize them more than musicians. Mm. I like, like, like Kobe Bryant, like didn't want anyone to be good, as good as ba- at basketball as he was. Like he, like he did not want that. He yeah. didn't. And I don't want anyone to feel like they're able to do the things that I'm doing. Like, do you know what I mean? I want... That's important. So that's the end goal for you. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I want it to sound like it. Like, and not, like I said, like, not crazy music. I'm not... Cause I, I mean, I could sit there, like, and mash, like, loaded stuff together. Like, as in anyone can pick up Ableton or Logic and start make a crazy thing and be like yeah i don't know how you did that but it sounds terrible like obviously that's not the that's not the aim but like mm. i do have a very much like uh yeah i want it to sound difficult yeah you know what i mean i want it to sound hard and complicated and like oh i want like challenging uh, yeah 100 percent. like from a from a from a uh, a practical perspective not okay. not from a listener's perspective but that's an s- interesting line to walk yeah 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 exactly but like from a so so a listener doesn't notice that it's very complex where anyone if, who knows what's going on goes yeah. that is you don't know maybe but that's mental <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. i think about that a lot you know like i love i said earlier on, john hopkins is like my musical hero right all like like all my close friends, we all really love John Hopkins, but not all my close friends are musicians, and not all of them understand how the complexity, the sheer complexity. They love it, probably not as much as I do. Maybe because they don't have the perspective of the that I don't know. I feel like sometimes that second tier of like understanding what's actually going on, you can appreciate it way more. I feel like uh, at least from that perspective. Yeah. But like, regardless, you know what I mean. They love it, and I love it, and I know what's going on, and they don't. And that we both, we all go to the gigs, and we all have the buzz, and we all, you know, we all love it. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I do. 
I, I do aspire to that thing where I can simultaneously have somebody who knows nothing about music think it just sounds really nice and cool and they want to listen to it and like they want to whack it on the radio you know what I mean even even to go as far as like make something radio friendly but totally mental yeah you know what I mean is like as you said it's a tough tightrope but that's sort of it's, what I'm here yeah, to do it's a, it's a tough line to walk but uh, I think now certainly more than ever it's like definitely mm. achievable and also I think that's like a great place to yeah to wrap up yeah because like I wanted to know what the end goal was. Mm. I wanted to know what your end goal was and like you summed it up absolutely perfectly yeah. there. It's just like to really walk that fine line. Um, I think you're doing it. Thank I think you, that like you will continue to do it. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, you, I, have, like, I have no doubt in my mind but um, I suppose for anyone who wants to hear your work, yeah, where can where can we find it? You can find it, you can find it uh around and about the, the Irish music industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I I with like the just one and chains there there, like we're gonna be we're gonna be putting them out, but um yeah, I'm gonna be I I I'll I i do not know. I don't do you know what I mean? I don't I don't I don't I'm not really interested in myself or like poking myself or pushing myself out mm. there. I don't really like I I everybody else does the chains like, you know what I mean? I do the just one and chains fair enough, but mm. uh yeah like the ma- like all the stuff I'm doing, like the, the magazine club stuff, so cool. Like the Dylan Jack stuff, so cool. The Frankie stuff is so cool. Like the like there's stuff that I'm doing that people are small artists who are sort of just taking first steps into sort of I think gonna be people that um are gonna sort of step onto the Irish scene in the next year or two. Yeah. And that is the that's where you'll find the stuff I'm doing like the Frankie stuff the Dylan Jack stuff the Magazine Club stuff and yeah the Just Wonder stuff and then the Search Party Animal stuff will come one day when <laughs> but yeah it'll be it'll be around and about the place yeah. can't wait thanks yeah. very much thank man. you man pleasure million to Adam for taking the time um, tracking the hoa here really appreciate him he was, uh, he was so kind we hung around a little bit afterwards listening to some tunes and just talking shop and yeah it was really nice and you know um, it was nice to like we hadn't actually met properly before today's show so I re- or today's recording should I say and yeah it was really nice to just meet a like minded person and someone who's kind of in the industry in the same I suppose role that you are and you know, discuss similarities, discuss differences, discuss it all. And you heard it all on tape there, um, along with a smattering of his work. And I I said in the episode, I think he has a very signature sound. I don't think you can deny that. I'm a big fan um, of what he does. And yeah, keep an eye out for um, keep an eye out for more releases coming out of him over the next little while. Just wondering, we'll be playing Electric Picnic this year. There's plenty of other festivals that they'll be playing, so you can catch him live at any of those shows I highly highly recommend going to see them they're a great act great bunch of lads really really are and um, very excited to see what comes out of them like I said I have a bit of a I have a bit of a connection to them as well so um, really nice to see them doing so well and hearing a bit about the process um, you know since 
we had worked together. So yeah, it was really, really great. Um, but aside from all that, that's been this month's Before the Encore. Thank you very, very much for listening. Again, it's patreon.com slash noencore to join the society of patrons of the show. Um, we don't ask for very much, just the price of a pint, five euro, maybe a cheap pint nowadays. But um, yeah, we all we look for is five euro months. It really helps us to keep doing what we're doing. And if you like what I do and, you know, you like what Dave and Craig do every week, which is provide the weekly roundup of music news, an album review if there's an album that is pertinent or a release that is pertinent to um, to the show or is, you know, is a, a prominent release in the year. They'll do a review on that. And their in-depth analysis is always amazing, um, I have to say. And I know I'm biased, but I really, really do enjoy uh, getting to edit that and listen back and yeah it's a lot of fun but what's more fun is the top five shootouts that they do every week um always <laughs> always a bit of crack in there there's some contention between the guys um but yeah if you're not familiar get yourself familiar with it no encore in your feeds every friday and uh, please follow the feed wherever you get your podcasts um leave us a rating if you can it really really helps and tell your friends about it word of mouth is huge um, we really, really hope that you enjoy what we're doing here and we will continue to provide you with quality, quality content. Um, yeah, we really, really love doing what we do. So please help us and please enable us to keep doing what we're doing. So again, that's it for another month. I'll be back on the last Monday of May for another episode of Before the Encore. Thank you so much. I've been Sonic Architect Adam. There will be no encore. Back soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. 
Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.